You are listening to Announce, Season 2, Episode 36, Your Choice. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. It was a few days before Christmas, and I can recall he was a very well-dressed man with a dark suit, dark overcoat, and some very expensive shoes. He was tall and distinguished, though his appearance was greatly diminished by the fact that he was laying in a crumpled heap on the concrete in front of the main terminal at Dulles International Airport in Washington, D.C., As a now-retired firefighter EMT, it's always been odd to me the random things that I would notice during an emergency. Allow me to share an example. This man, lying on the concrete, his heart had stopped moving blood through his body. In a word, he was having the big one. His well-tailored shirt was cut away so that cardiopulmonary resuscitation could be done effectively, and a strong electrical shock was delivered across his bare chest. Because of this and the right medications, his heart started pumping on its own by the time we got him to the emergency room. He was able to ask for his son, who came to the hospital to see his father for a few moments before his heart stopped for good. Normally, we never get to find out the whole story once we drop the patient off at the emergency room. But in this case, as we restocked the medic unit and getting ready for the next call, this man's son came to briefly say thank you and to let us know his father had passed. People mourn in very different ways, but this man in his late 20s seemed only mildly perplexed, but mostly unaffected. He explained that his father had just flown in from Florida, where he had visited with his daughter for a few days. The father's plan was to spend a few days with him and the grandchildren he'd never met. The son explained that his father was a legendary but now retired detective with the New York Police Department. But he really didn't know his father. You see, as the father pursued his career with the New York City Police Department, he had made a few sacrifices. And years earlier, these sacrifices had included a wife and two children. Perhaps this man, no longer consumed by his career, had realized his life was now empty. Perhaps this pre-Christmas trip had been made in an attempt to try to recover what he had lost. Regardless of why he made the choice... His actions came too late, too late to recover the relationship with his children or to get to know his grandchildren, grandchildren he never met. Many years later, after I retired, I found retirement didn't suit me, so I got busy and became a locksmith. The name of the company I worked for was Zippy Locks. That little factoid only matters because I recall answering the phone at work one day and a deep male voice began singing Zippy. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay, my, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Well, thanks for that, and what could I help you with, I said. The customer explained he was having some problems with a few locks and asked if I would come by and fix them. Well, I'd been having a rather frustrating day, and though I was feeling a little self-absorbed in my own difficulties, his unique and cheery manner lifted me. I told him I would be there as quickly as possible and would take care of the problem. When I arrived, I was greeted at the door by a tall, elderly, but distinguished gentleman with a big, welcoming smile on his face. He was very well-dressed, in a tailored shirt with monogram cuffs. 
He quickly showed me the doors with the locks that needed attention and returned to an easy chair in the living room. And I set about my work. A locksmith usually ends up with pretty unfettered access to a person's home while they do their work. I guess you'd better trust the guy you choose to be a locksmith because if he ever decides he wants back in, he won't need a key. And as I moved back and forth in the home taking care of the locks, I overheard a conversation he was having on the phone. He said, yes, yes, they cut one of them off, but I guess the other one is more complicated and it will require further consultation, maybe surgery and perhaps some other things. Don't worry, it'll all work out. Wow, I thought to myself, this guy's having a much worse day than I am. But he is positive, with everyone, including me. Having completed my work, I approached him with the invoice so he could make payment. He still had a big grin on his face and said, Okay, so what do I owe you, Chief? I quoted the price and then added, I really appreciate how positive you are. I've had kind of a rough day and you've helped me have a much more positive one because you're so positive. Thank you. He starts making out the check and then he stops and he looks up at me and he says, you know, you have a choice. Whatever is going on in your life, you will always have the choice to be happy or not. It is a choice. For example, today I found out that a trusted business partner stole $20,000 from me. Now I could choose to be angry, plot revenge, or I can just choose to forgive and be happy. I choose to be happy. Holy Hannah, I thought to myself, this guy really has had a putrid day. But he chooses to be happy and treat me as a trusted friend and an honored guest. I won't forget this man anytime soon. My life will be better because of the kindness he showed me in spite of a, a tough day that he was facing. Because he chose to be happy. He chose to be kind. He chose to smile. Two men in different circumstances. One whose heart stopped. One whose shirt was cut off of him to save his life. What did he leave behind? What he chose to leave behind for those he should have been closest to was at best an empty, vacuous indifference. There was no wisdom imparted, no difficulty eased, no kindness shared, no love lost. The other one, whose heart beat strong, one who probably would give you the shirt off his back with a smile. What did he leave behind? He chooses to give his smile, his kindness, and his heart to people. In my case, it was someone he didn't even know on a very bad day. For him, his gift will not be forgotten. What he has left behind is a gift that will be remembered by anyone he chooses to share it with. So here's the ounce. Like this second man said, I have a choice. You and I, we have the same choice. The nature of life for all of us is that we will face the joys we may or may not deserve, and we will face the experiences we'd rather pass by. We will work towards and achieve goals and victories that will thrill our souls. We will experience failure and defeat that may seem to nearly destroy us. There is little choice in this, but we will always have the choice to be happy and lift others. Like the man said, I have a choice. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, a story about a man who has had an indelible impact on modern life and shed light on some of the most important technology we still depend on to this day. I'm Jim Fugate. 
and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. Tish, it's been a rough day. Aww. I tore my favorite shirt. I stubbed my toe. I scraped my finger. Pumped my head and... But you know what, Jim? You can still choose to be happy. Yeah. Dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.